Welcome to another edition of PowerMax Byte Chat, where you get to hear from PowerMax experts about PowerMax technology. Hello everyone, Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another PowerMax Byte Chat. And today we thought we would go into the world of VMware, and with us are Scott DeLandy, who is our Director of Technology, and James Salona, who is a Corporate Systems Engineer. How are you doing today, guys? Doing great. How are you? Doing great, Bruce. Thank you so much for having us back on the podcast. Yes, guys, we have had you on before, but could we do a real quick review of your backgrounds? And James, why don't we start with you? Sure. So I'm a corporate systems engineer working a lot on PowerMax and VMAX. Been here about seven years now. And I'm Scott Delaney. I'm part of the product management team. I am a technology director here within the Dell EMC storage division. You just got back from VMworld in Las Vegas, where we've had a presence with VMAX and now PowerMax for many years. What are customers interested in when it comes to storage? Earlier this year, we had a number of significant product enhancements that we introduced. So there was a tremendous amount of interest for users coming over and wanting to take a look at what's new and what's cool. Talk to the smart folks that were over there that are subject matter experts with respect to the technologies and help them understand what are some of the things that they can leverage within their environments based on some of the newer things that we're introducing. And as people begin to virtualize these mission-critical workloads, they realize that they need the infrastructure under the covers that can support what they need from a service level perspective. So they need the performance, they need the data services, they need all of these capabilities without any compromises in order to support what they're doing. Something I want to talk about too is the amount of the simplicity. The more and more users we talk to, they don't want to have to jump from a different console to a console whenever they're doing anything. So when they're in vCenter, they want to stay in vCenter. When they're in maybe something like Realize Operations, they want to stay in there as well. So it sounds like renewed interest in infrastructure, performance, and simplicity. Are those the themes? we're hearing? Yeah, I think one of the big sort of shifts that we saw this year is people coming back with renewed interest in what would be described as traditional infrastructure. So think external storage, things that people have been deploying for years and years within their environments. And just going into this year, we're starting to see that shift really starting to translate into some of the numbers from a market perspective. And to give you a data point on that, if you look at the beginning of the year from an external storage growth perspective, IDC was forecast a growth rate of about 7%. We came out of Q1 with uh, growth rates over 34%, so about four times higher than what IDC had expected. And then even going into Q2, we were about 24%, so that's still three times more. And again, I think what's happening is that as users look at the different deployment options that are available to help them modernize their infrastructure, they're quickly realizing that there's still a lot of value in terms of traditional infrastructure and just being able to optimize that and take advantage of the latest and greatest from a technology perspective. Within the VM environment, there's always the vSAN storage option. We'll call it internal storage compared to the external storage that is PowerMax. How would you see PowerMax augmenting vSAN? I really think it's not an or, it's an and. When you look at the mix of workloads and applications that users are managing within their environment, there are some things that are very well suited for a vSAN type of deployment. Think smaller workloads, think remote office, think virtual desktops, things where people are looking for simplicity, they're looking for ease, they're looking for abstraction in terms of the management of that infrastructure. That said, for some of the more mission critical transactional applications where they need rich data services around data reduction, they need replication to be able to provide better recoverability and protection. They're looking at security features with things like encryption that's built into the array. For those types of things, very clearly traditional infrastructure continues to be the best way to be able to support those 
types of requirements. That's a great segue to this question for you, James. What specific technologies within PowerMax make it a good fit for the virtualized environment? There's a lot of different vectors for it. So when we talk about hardware, the things like NVMe technology and the soon coming SCM, it's something vSAN has for itself. When we're talking NVMe, they've had the single ported drives for quite a bit of time. So that's, that's when they have their cache, they can have the NVMe drives while we can have dedicated backend drives to this technology. When we get into service levels, we can talk about things like machine learning because service level is going to start to learn the workload that's going on the system, the type of IOPS that are going on, and really helping optimize workloads and their placement. I think I want to go back to one of the things on the vSAN side. So today, vSAN is a two-tier architecture. So you have a cache drive for writes, and then you have a data drive or a capacity drive for reads. And the newest technologies that are available on the vSAN side, today they have the Optane drives, which are new media that take advantage of storage class memory. And those are being used as the high-performance, high write types of media for those applications and they're being mixed in with NVMe connected drives and and overall there's a bump in terms of performance from a storage perspective for those vSAN environments. When you look at things like PowerMax those are things that we're also some supporting today and planning to be able to support things like storage class memory in the future. The difference being that the architectures that we will be leveraging those technologies in have additional intelligence, automation, and things like machine learning. So as we begin to take NVMe connected capacity and we begin to add in high performance, low latency storage class memory, the intent is to use that not just as kind of a basic caching tier for write IO. We want to be able to use that as a caching tier that can support reads and writes, but do it in a very intelligent way where we're looking at the workload, understanding the behavior of the application, being able to identify which parts of those applications are active and can take advantage of things like storage class memory, and also being able to understand understand how applications and workloads shift over time. So if we start to see behavior that becomes part of a predictive pattern, we can understand that, okay, this is what we saw 24 hours ago as that workload begins to shift. We want to go ahead and automatically adjust to that so that we're making sure that we're putting the right data in the right place at the right time. So with just a small percentage of storage class memory in a system, we're able to deliver big results in terms of overall performance improvement in terms of not just one application, application, but all the different applications and VMs that are running in a consolidated environment. You guys mentioned machine learning, and I just wanted to go a little deeper into that. Machine learning has been built into PowerMax. What kind of decision support is machine learning providing within the PowerMax environment? It's actually a very good question. What we don't want to do is we don't want to expose users and admins to the underlying technology. We don't want them to worry about the knobs and the levers and the buttons that are needed in order to dial in the right levels of performance. What we want them to do is to tell us what the result is. What is the service level? So for example, if I've got a configuration that has a mix of NVMe connected SSDs and storage class memory, what I want you to do is tell me what that response time target is. So say today it's a millisecond, but now I put storage class memory in there and I can get 75% lower latency. So what is a millisecond with traditional flash now becomes 0.25 milliseconds or 250 microseconds. 
applications. Tell us that and then what we'll do is we'll take the applications that have that service level and we will monitor and measure up against that level of performance and we will try to enforce compliance to make sure that we're delivering that level of response time. So again in the past with some of the previous generations of tiering technology, users were exposed to how much data do you want to live in what tiers that are available within the system. And for some environments it worked really well. For some environments it became very complicated, especially as you begin to consolidate hundreds or sometimes thousands of applications into that shared infrastructure. So moving into the automation and again taking advantage of the intelligence and the machine learning, we're not focused in on what's the collection of technologies and how do we optimize those. Just tell us what the result is that you're trying to achieve and we'll let the machine figure out the best way to basically be able to support that. That's great. Thank you, Scott. And as we see VM environments becoming more transactional, more mission critical, and more response time sensitive, that's more and more important, right? Absolutely. It's not just in being able to get the application to perform well or to have a low response time. That's definitely part of it, but it's also around predictability. So there are things that will happen, right? I'll go in and I'll boot up a bunch of VMs or I'll go in and I'll run some sort of reporting task or I'll do something where it's a workload shift and how the system is able to react to that. So even though I'm going in and I'm booting up 100 VMs, the overall performance for all the applications that are running within that shared resource, those don't get impacted. Everybody continues to perform as they're expected to perform. So what can you tell me about the customer mood out there in Las Vegas? What were people talking about? What was the overall mood? What's going on out there? It was positive, definitely. They were excited about PowerMax. They've been hearing about NVMe for a while, but when you introduce NVMe into enterprise space, everyone gets concerned about performance. They want to reliability and availability and us having those dual ported industry stranded drives is huge for customers these days and they like seeing things like the new Unisphere has some better integrations with VMware so now you're discovering vCenters as opposed to discovering individual servers that was great and I would say from just an industry perspective everybody is coming in and top of mind is how are we going to modernize what we're doing from an infrastructure perspective if you look at the digital economy that is becoming critically important and there's a tremendous amount of disruption that some of our users are being faced with but there's also a tremendous amount of opportunity that our users are being faced with. And I think everybody's looking at how do we crack the code in terms of what are the things that we need to be both doing today as well as planning for the future to make sure that we're in a great position to be able to leverage this digital transformation and being able to not just support what we're doing today, but to be able to take advantage of new things and new opportunities that are starting to become available to us. Where can listeners find more information on PowerMax and the VM environment? Most importantly, if you Google PowerMax and VMware, you get a whole lot. And I think one of the first things is the top 10 reasons why PowerMax and VMware. And that's really a great starting point. Guys, you clearly are the experts on both PowerMax and VM. Obviously represented us very, very well out at VMworld. Any final thoughts? With Dell EMC and VMware, we really had support for VMware since the very beginning. Things are always getting better. Every release, we're working better at tighter integrations, whether that's a different plugin or the REST API, having more points for specifically for VMware. But really, customers these days, they're looking for solutions. They don't want to buy siloed products that don't work together. They're really looking to make sure all their products can integrate well together. There are lots of different technologies and lots of different products that are out there. It sometimes can be very confusing 
using to understand what's the best approach. One of the things that users continue to value in working with Dell is the fact that we have a very consultative approach. Due to the very broad portfolio of technologies and offerings, we're able to really work with our users, understand their requirements, and to be able to make sure that we're putting the right solution, not product, but solution forward that addresses their requirements. Guys, this has been awesome. Great to catch up on the world of VM, and hopefully we'll have you back yet again on a future PowerMax by chat. Thanks, Bruce. Peace out. Peace out.